Welcome to Season 2 of This Is Me. My name is Siobhan. In Season 1, we met everyday Australians and they shared with us their life-changing moments. In this new season of This Is Me, we not only have a new logo, but we have 10 inspiring stories that will hopefully let you walk a mile in someone else's shoes. If you have a story you would like to share, you can DM us at This Is Me Podcast on Instagram. In this episode, we hear Louise's story. Hi, my name's Louise. I'm 35. I have four children. I had twins in September 2019. A couple of days after I had my twins, I found out that one of them had Down syndrome. So Louise, let's go back to your childhood. You were not born in Australia. I was born in England. I came to Australia nearly 10 years ago. What made you come to Australia? I didn't want to come to Australia. I just had my eldest. It was my husband, Stuart. He wanted to come. He was offered a job in Sydney and I decided to take a career break and we came over here and I thought I'd have a couple of years off and bring up the kids. How did you meet your husband? At college. Can you remember the first time you met him? Yeah, he tried to set me up with one of his friends. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that didn't work. No. We went out that night and his friend was meant to come and he didn't come because he didn't have anything to wear. So (laughs) I ended up with Stuart. (laughs) So in 2010, you moved over here. You had one child, Jacob, and your family continued to grow. Yes, we had Elise in 2012 and I felt like I was done with the two kids. I had a boy and a girl. I didn't want any more. I was happy with that. Elise was difficult and I was done. But something happened. Yeah, when she went to school, it just got easier and I just had that urge to have another child. I really wanted to have another baby. And I had a couple of miscarriages in 2018. And then in 2019, I fell pregnant again and um, I went and had a scan. They told me that I was eight weeks pregnant and the the sonographer put the, the thing on my tummy and just said, can you see what's going on? And I just said, no, there were just blobs everywhere. She said, it's twins. And I just said, I fucking just cried and I sobbed the whole way through the scan. I didn't know what to think. I knew it would be hard work. I already had two others. I didn't know how Stuart would react. He wasn't there. He was at work. And I called him afterwards and I was crying. And he just said, what are you crying for? We know lots of people with twins. We'll be fine. How was your pregnancy? It was good. Low risk. I was 34. I had the scans whenever I needed to have the scans. And they did the test when they checked for the fold on the back of the neck. Everything was low risk. They did a blood test. It was all low risk. I had no reason to be concerned about anything. Did you find out during your pregnancy the sex of the babies? Yes. Early on as well, it was 12 weeks, she was able to see that one was a boy and one was a girl. So one of each, everyone was happy. So that was good. We were happy with that. How were your other two children about the pregnancy? So excited. They were really excited. Yep. Elise was keen to have a little brother. She didn't think she'd be too interested in having a sister. And Jacob was just happy, just so excited that there were going to be two. Closer to giving birth, did you have a planned caesarean or was it going to be a natural birth? So twin one, which was the girl, she was breech. 
So I had a planned caesarean for the 9th of September, so it was 9, 9, 19, which was a Monday. And then the Tuesday before that, I just sat down when I was at home and I just, I felt like what I thought was my waters going. It was just like a little poof, that's all I can describe it as. But there was very little fluid. Um, but I'd had a scan the day before and she had told me that I didn't have much fluid around to win one and that if I went into labour, I needed to call an ambulance because she was breached and mm-hmm. anything could happen. So I called the hospital and she said, no, no, um, you'd know if your waters had gone. Mm. Go and lie down in bed for 45 minutes and when you get up, if your waters have gone, there'll be a gush of fluid. That's what I did. And then I got up and there was nothing. So I went and picked up the kids from school and when I got home... I went to the bathroom and I'd had a show. So I called the hospital again and she said, no, I think you can stay at home. I don't think your waters have gone. So I wasn't happy with that. I knew something was happening, but I wasn't getting any contractions. So I called Stuart and said, I'm not happy. I think you need to come home. It was about four o'clock. Stuart took me into the hospital. And when I got there, everyone was so blasé. They just didn't take me seriously. They didn't think that my waters had gone. I think it was about two hours later, the obstetrician came in and she examined me and she said, oh yeah, I can see a baby's bum. Oh, wow. And that was Chloe's bum. I've got a high pain threshold and it was just, I couldn't, so hard to deal with. Chloe was born first. Via cesarean? Via cesarean, mm-hmm. because she was breached. So she wasn't breathing properly, so they put her on the CPAP machine, which helps her breathe. And then three minutes later, Joshua was born. He was breathing fine, so they put him straight on my chest. They took Chloe off to the neonatal intensive care unit, and Stuart went with her, and then I stayed with Josh, who was on my chest. When they wheeled me out of the theatre, they took me past the neonatal intensive care, so I could see her, and I've got a quick photo. It was only in the afternoon when one of the midwives came in and said, oh, we can take you down to the ward. So I think we were on level six and Chloe was on level five. So we went down to see her and because she was in the cubicle, I I couldn't hold her. So I just, I was able to put my hand in and just touch her. And Stuart came later and we took Jacob and Elise down to see her as well. That would have been the Wednesday and I think it was the Thursday. Stuart took Joshua down to that level, level five, because he needed a test for jaundice and um, he went to see Chloe when Joshua was getting the test done. And it was then that the nurse had said to him that they suspected that she may have Down syndrome. They were asking him questions about who do you think she looks like and Stuart had no idea what they were getting at. It had never crossed our minds that there may be something wrong with her. And then they said, we think that she has Down syndrome. Her eyes, and I don't know if you know about people with Down syndrome, they have a a gap in between their big toe and the next toe. Um, And that was obvious. And when I look at the photo, the first photo that I took of Chloe, I can see it there. And I can see it in her face now that they said it. But I looked at the photo and I just, it was just Chloe. I didn't see anything else. They told him that and said they were going to do a blood test to that on the Thursday. And he came up, he brought Joshua back up to me and and he said, I wasn't sure whether to tell you or not, but the nurses think that Chloe has Down syndrome. And it was just, it was like I'd been stunned. It was just numb. I was just numb. I just, just didn't expect it. It was, and it wasn't what I wanted. I just didn't. I didn't want a baby with Down syndrome or that's what I thought and 
I've since realised that it's not that I didn't want a baby with Down syndrome. I don't want my baby to have Down syndrome and it's different. I don't want her to have special needs. I don't want her to have difficulties with things, but I didn't know anything about it either. I didn't know anyone with Down syndrome or... It was just, yeah, just such a shock and I was so uneducated about it. They sent the social worker up to see me to discuss it and to discuss the National Disability Insurance Scheme and they gave me a brochure from the Down Syndrome Association. It was a lot to take in and they were worried about me having postnatal depression and I just cried. I just cried the whole time and the whole... I was in hospital for six days and... The whole period was just, is just a blur, really, when I think about it. I, was, I had a look in the folder. They come in every, um, I think it's every four hours to check your, check your ops. I had a look in the folder and it was crying, crying, crying. Every time they came in, I had to press the buzzer because I couldn't pick up Joshua and I was just crying and I could, he wouldn't feed and I'd cry. And by then I hadn't held her still and this was Thursday afternoon and one of the nurses came and took me downstairs and they let me hold her then. They'd taken her out of the cubicle because she was breathing okay and she had the little feeding tube in through her nose because she didn't have the suckle reflex to mm-hmm. take the bottle and I was able to hold her and I've got a photo of the first time I held her and it's, it's hard to look at the photo because it's just the raw emotion of my face and I wanted her so much. It was just such mixed emotions. Just the shock and... I just didn't know what to think, what was right to think. Whether it was right to be angry or sad or... And I didn't tell anyone. It hadn't been confirmed and I was still hopeful that she wasn't going to have Down syndrome. But the next day, they got the results back and the doctor came to see me and he said... He confirmed it and okay, I can remember him talking to me and he seemed nervous even telling me about it. But like Stuart said, it doesn't matter, she's part of the family. That's what he said when he told me. He said she's part of the family, it doesn't matter. And I told a few people on the Friday night, just my close family. I just just couldn't couldn't talk to people about it people were sending me so many messages and I just couldn't reply and I think people started to realise that there was something wrong just being so quiet I think it was probably a week before I told most people she spent two days in the intensive care and then she went into the special care unit just to help her feed that's the only reason that she was in there they wouldn't let her out until she'd taken so many bottles over so many days without needing feeding through the tube. And on the following Friday, she was discharged and we were able to take her home. And I think I started to tell people then. And everyone was so positive. Everyone said what I needed to hear, that people with Down syndrome are happy babies, they're the most beautiful natured people. It's just what I needed to hear because I I didn't know. I didn't know anyone with Down syndrome and just that it would be okay. There are much worse diagnoses that she could have had. But it just took a long time to process it. And now when I look at her, I don't even think about it. I don't even think about her having Down syndrome. She does have special needs. She's different because you can see the milestones 
that Joshua is meeting and she's not quite meeting them. He's crawling, he is into everything and she's not quite there, but she'll get there. There are some things that she has done before Joshua. She was rolling before Joshua. She's the most beautiful little baby. She's absolutely stunning. She has the smile that lights up her face and her eyes just sparkle. She's just a joy to have around. She's such an easygoing, placid baby. When did you tell Jacob and Elise? How old were they when you had the twins? Um, so Jacob was nine and Elise was seven. As soon as it had been confirmed, we told them that she had Down syndrome. They didn't fully understand it and we probably didn't explain it. They knew that she was special and that's still how they think of her. They think of her as being special. They both absolutely adore her. Jacob often says how life is so much better with Chloe around. And I'm sure Joshua, he means Joshua, but he says it about (laughs) Chloe. She's just such a joy and just how much he loves her. People always say that children and people with Down syndrome are such a joy. What is it? From what I can gather from talking to people with older children with Down syndrome, they just don't seem to worry the way we do. They don't seem to care about the issues. They're just happy about things, which is a lovely way to look at things. Some people don't seem to know what to say, but that's okay as well. But I remember telling a girl at work and her response was, how's her health? And, you know, that was, for me, that was a great response because I didn't even know babies or people with Down syndrome can have lots of health issues. They have low immunity. They're more likely to get leukaemia, holes in their heart, like some really serious things, and for her to say that, that was just a nice response Mm. to me. And how is Chloe's health? It's good. She's great. Um, When she was in the special care unit, the cardiologist came in and did an echo scan on her heart. And she does have a hole in the upper chambers of her heart, but it's a hole that all babies have. But it should have closed up after birth and hers didn't. So he wasn't overly concerned. He just wants to see her again when she's one. Mm -hmm. And um, hopefully it will have closed up by then. She also had an eye test. And the eye test was the most brutal thing I've ever seen anyone do to a child. Mm. She had to have numbing eye drops in her eyes. And it made all of her eyes go white around it and made her pupils dilate. And then they clamped her eyes open and put a camera on her eye, on her eyeball. And she was only a week old. She was in the cot next to me. I just sat next to her, just shaking. I couldn't even look. Um, it was traumatic. And um, hers are fine. She's good. She's good. And hearing is an issue. So babies with Down syndrome can have a small ear canal. So they can suffer from fluid in their ears. Chloe had fluid in her ears to start with, but that's cleared. Um, but she does have mild hearing loss in one of her ears mm-hmm. and it's but it's only at a high frequency so it's pretty good she doesn't need a hearing aid at the minute when she starts school she may need a hearing aid if she struggles to determine where sounds coming from that kind of thing so i think we've been pretty lucky overall she's she's pretty amazing she's rarely rarely sick so they're nine months old now yep how's your sleep going good they're amazing It was difficult being in hospital for six days with Joshua and Chloe for a bit longer, but it helped get them into that routine. They're amazing. They go to bed at 6.30 and they wake up at 6.30. 
now and then I'll I'll wake and I'll I'll check on them and they'll be holding hands or something. Aww. But they're um, they sleep really well. Have you thought about schooling and things in the future? What, yeah, definitely. Um, so Jacob and Delise asked their principal if Chloe would be able to go to their school, and he said yes, of course. I hope that she can just go to a mainstream school with Joshua, but we'll see. The official name is trisomy 21, and that's the name of the extra chromosome. And that's what it is, and it's called Down syndrome because the person who discovered the extra chromosome, trisomy 21, his last name was Down, so that's why it's oh called my. Down syndrome. I try not to read too much. I follow a few different things on Facebook and Instagram, but I just find if I see too much about things, a lot of it can be negative. Maybe a baby's just had open heart surgery to fix the hole in the heart or they've got leukemia. I know that that is a possibility for Chloe. I just, I don't want to think about it. I'll cross that bridge if I come to it kind of thing and I'll deal with it if I have to deal with it. A lot of the people in your life that you spoke to gave you really positive reassurance and support. Was there anyone that disappointed you? There was only one person and probably one of the people that I least expected to give me any negative responses um, which is my older brother Chloe came home from hospital on the Friday and on the Sunday he called me and he wanted to talk to me when the kids Jacob and Elise weren't around and he said I don't want you to take this the wrong way but no one would think any less of you if you put Chloe into care it was like a slap in the face and it took a while to process it he tried to back up his comment saying that he'd read studies about families that have children with a disability and um, the other siblings grow up resenting that child with a disability, resenting the parents because so much energy and so much focus goes on to that child that they get left out. And he said that that's probably how Joshua and Elise and Jacob would grow up. He said that Stuart probably would end up leaving me he said, I know it sounds really selfish. I would put my child into care if it were me. It was something that had never, ever crossed my mind. I could never imagine doing that. And sometimes I think about it when I'm looking at her and I just think I, I couldn't imagine someone else having her and not having her in my life. And in, she is as important as the other children. I just can't imagine what kind of life she may have if she went into the system, into foster care. It was never even an option, but if I start thinking about that kind of thing, it just makes me so upset. It's just, the thought of it is just devastating when I could give her the most amazing life possible. I can give her everything that she needs. It's just the most horrible thought. It wasn't what I expected. I'm glad I didn't find out when I was pregnant because having an abortion may have crossed my mind. I'm just glad I don't have that dilemma. Like, what, what would you do? I just can't even think about what I would have done if I'd found out. So many people do terminate the pregnancies. In England, it's legal up to... It's something ridiculous, like 30 weeks, you can have an abortion. Something really ridiculous, you, you would if never... They, if they have Down syndrome. they have, yeah, or if they have some kind of special needs. It doesn't even bear thinking about. I know that Jacob and Elise will look out for her and Joshua will be her little protector. No one will feel like she's a burden on the family. 
And you know, Down syndrome isn't the worst thing. She's absolutely perfect to me. I didn't know how it would affect us or the rest of our lives. I still don't. To be honest, it doesn't matter. None of that matters because she's my daughter and I'm quite happy with her the way she is. I do worry about how she may or may not be discriminated against when she's older. Hopefully she won't care. I want her to live her life to the fullest and be independent and have friends and go on holiday, do all the things that I did. She may well be able to do that. I love them all equally. They're all beautiful children. What has it taught you? Not to worry. Just to take each day as it comes, not worry too much about the future. We don't have control over that. I love having the kids. That's what I wanted. I wanted a big family and hopefully they'll have kids and they'll all grow up together. There's some stains on your photo. They all cracks on your rusty frame. Down Syndrome Queensland is a registered charity established by parents in 1976. They work for a better quality of life for people with Down Syndrome by supporting and strengthening families and promoting positive and realistic images of people with Down Syndrome. They aim to build community awareness, provide support and empower people with Down Syndrome to take their rightful place in their community. Call them on 1300 881 935.